Men are different than women, and when it comes to money, investing, and retirement, the differences are even more dramatic. Welcome to Woman's Worth with your host, Jeanette Bajalia. Jeanette is a best-selling author and a radio talk show host. She's been featured in the Wall Street Journal, Forbes Magazine, and CNBC Television. Listen up. It's time for Woman's Worth. Welcome back to Women's Worth Radio. I'm Angelia Savage, and I'm here with your host, Jeanette Bajalia. And we're here each week talking about financial matters for women because we believe that you deserve an independent and worry-free retirement. And here at Women's Worth, it's more than the money. It's about total well-being. We've got an amazing program for you today. Our first topic, and we're going to get started pretty quickly. It's kind of like, you know that Nike ad, Just Do It? Remember that from a few years ago? This one is, we're going to call it, Let's Just Get Started. You know, for some folks, the idea of putting together a financial plan can be really overwhelming. I know it can be for me. I mean, I just feel... It's too much on my platter all at once, but it's less threatening if you just focus on one first step at a time. And depending on your situation, the most logical first step could be one of several things, actually. And that's what we're going to focus on today. So I would I would really think that one of the most critical things you need to decide, Jeanette, to get started on this is what is your retirement going to look like? What do you envision it looking like? Is that correct? That's a very logical first step, Angelia. And the conversation about the vision for your retirement needs to take place between spouses, partners, or even just taking time to think about retirement yourself. Where do you want to travel? What hobbies are you going to pursue? Where are you going to live? We meet with many men and women who have never really stopped to think about what they want their retirement to look like. It's that vision. You know how when we were younger, they say create a vision board. You feel like you daydream at work. You think what it's going to look like, but you don't really get into focus what you want. Nail it down. It's hard to plan until you know what you're planning for. Even, I know now I'm going to get kind of a little biblical on you and that's okay just bear with me okay even in the scriptures we're told in Habakkuk 2 2 to write the vision and make it plain on tablets uh-huh. and that he may run who reads it so you got to have a, a written down description and even we can go into Proverbs and it clearly says where there's no vision the people perish I like that it all begins with a vision of your desired retirement lifestyle to begin the planning. And really, once you start with that your retirement vision, then all you'll need to do is some type of financial inventory to figure out how much it really costs to achieve all that. Fun. And, yes. And that, <laughs> Hopefully it's fun. That's what I call a current state assessment. How many accounts do you currently have? If you're like most people, you've accrued more accounts than you need and they're all over the place and you could probably consolidate a bit and get higher value out of the money that you're taking into retirement. What investments do you have in those accounts and basically what type of accounts are they? Are they taxable? Are they tax-free? Are they tax-deferred? For some people, it's been years since they've actually sat down and paid attention to what they're really invested in. And also, if you're still working, you really need to figure out whether you need to be saving more. Should you be saving less? And perhaps focusing on debt payoff like a mortgage. Bottom line is that you need to get a clear understanding of what you have and what it's doing and how it's going to contribute towards that retirement vision. And that's where the rubber hits the road with the income that you need to actually pay 
to have money to have payment for that retirement. Oh, you mean we have to pay for retirement? Yeah, unfortunately. That's what <laughs> well, I hear. <laughs> if, and if you already have a clear picture of what you want your retirement to look like, you might be ready to start developing an income plan. And that's what you're talking about. Let's let's get that monthly paycheck. Um, not sure how you plan on funding your retirement, but you do need a monthly paycheck and what I call a monthly playcheck. I love that word, playcheck. I know. I, you know, you just have to really have both. You need more in retirement than food, a roof over your head, and clothing. How much income are you going to need? How will that income be affected, perhaps by the death of a spouse or a partner? What investments are you going to actually use at what stages in your retirement to generate your income? Are they going to be taxable? Are they going to be tax-free? Even going into understanding how are you going to claim that ever so important Social Security benefit? These all make total sense. I mean, you're raising really overwhelmingly individually, uh, you know, addressed questions. But then when you put it all together, it gets quite complex and you really need to determine how much that you're actually going to need. I mean, to sift through all of this complexity because it can be really complex if you don't have it on a vision board, like you were saying. Then that's right, Angelia. Retirement planning isn't just creating the vision. It's doing that financial inventory. It's developing an income plan. And you can't do it all in silos. It has to come together. Retirement planning is multidisciplined. And that's why we created a lifestyle protection plan that integrates income, taxes, health care costs, and addresses the legal matters to protect your estate. It isn't easy, it is complex, but it can be simplified with a guide to help facilitate the process. I like that. I like the label guide, you know, if you will, because you need to have a team. You need to have a team on your side that figures all this out for you because, you know, honestly, I mean, I can't do it alone. I mean, I know that you have a team of experts at Women's Worth that are IRA experts, they're CFPs, tax experts income planning experts, and you also work with a lot of attorneys that, I mean, I've met here in your office. There's CPAs and healthcare experts to help create those plans, but you act as the facilitator, you yourself, to get all of these players all in one room to communicate, which is really, really key when they talk to one another. You know, going at it alone is not like getting on one of those football fields without a team of coaches for the various positions. You can't do it. I mean, one person can't do it alone. You need a group and you've got that group here at Women's Work. Yeah, and you need that head coach mm-hmm. because no one gets out on any type of athletic field without Never. having point person that navigates them through that whatever it is they're trying to accomplish. And I, you know, it's I struggle with using sports analogies because I'm so sports challenged. Uh, You're well, not. This I is a am, good analogy, I though. <laughs> but for some people, the first step should be determining what areas you need help in and then seeking out that help. Some people need help primarily with taxes because all of their retirement savings have not been taxed yet. So you might think you got $500,000, but you don't. You have to pay taxes on that. Others may need help mainly with estate planning. For others, investment guidance is the primary need to help identify how to invest to generate the most tax-efficient income off your investments for both your paycheck and your playcheck. Determine where you need the most help. Then you need to seek out the right professionals that all work together to guide you and get the process started. 
or just pick up the phone and give us a call because preparing for retirement is a journey, not a destination. It takes a disciplined approach to make sure all your lifestyle needs are achieved, whether you live to 80, 90, or beyond 100. We want to make sure you're prepared. So if you're one of the next 10 callers, we're going to give you a complimentary lifestyle protection plan to get you on the path to financial success. We'll help get you to and all the way through retirement. In this lifestyle protection plan, you're going to get a few helpful tools. First, you'll get a fully integrated plan that gives you a detailed understanding of how to protect yourself financially. You'll also get a better understanding of the impact of health care and taxes and the impact they're going to have on your retirement. And finally, we'll make sure you have enough income real income to maintain your lifestyle throughout your retirement. So again, if you want to make sure you're on the right path to retire successfully, be one of the next 10 callers and we'll give you this customized lifestyle protection plan at no cost and no obligation. I like that you said retire successfully. I like that because we want to be a success at everything, but certainly we want to be a success at retirement. That's what we live for all these years. Oh, goodness. All right. Well, that's a great offer you're talking about for a customized and totally complimentary lifestyle protection plan. So just be one of the first 10 callers right now to get your lifestyle protection plan. The number to call to take advantage of this amazing offer is 800-366-8022. That's 800-366-8022. Call us now to get this customized lifestyle protection plan. Again, that number to call is 800-366-8022. Well, this is a great time for a brief break for us, and you are listening to Woman's Worth Radio. When we return, we're going to be talking about his and hers retirement planning. So this will be really interesting. So join us in a moment. Hey guys, want to know what a woman's really thinking? Keep listening to Woman's Worth Radio. All right, well now it's time for our getting to know you with our advisor, Jeanette Bajalia. And this is the favorite part of our show. So we'd love to throw out a question to just get to know you a little better. So I've got a question for you today, Jeanette, and I want to get your take on it. What is the biggest trouble that you ever got into as a kid? Oh my, true confessions. Uh, Being the youngest of five girls growing up, I always seem to get into trouble trying to be the first in a lot of things and irritating the dickens out of my sisters and my mother. (laughs) You would say I always tested the boundaries. I remember growing up always getting reprimanded by my mother because I really didn't care about my sisters and always wanted to get ahead of them and everything. I was the youngest. Yes, the baby. Yeah. Um, You see, we had only one bathroom growing up. And there were four girls at home. And then my parents also needed bathroom time as well. I always had to be the first one to the bathroom in the mornings before school. Then I had to be the first one to get to the toaster to get my toast because I had to have the really, really crunchy dark toast. I had to be the first one to finish my homework and ignore the fact that one of my sisters might have needed some of my help. I guess now that I talk about that, I was always results oriented. And if I had a goal, I needed to get it accomplished before my sister's. And quite frankly, that behavior drove my sisters nuts and caused me constantly to get reprimanded by my mother for being what she considered selfish. I didn't think it was selfish. Do you think that was selfish? I don't think that was selfish. No. I was just a get it done kid. And unfortunately, I felt like I was a victim because I was the youngest. 
But then I was always a leader of the pack, whether it was good, bad, or ugly. But I think that's what's made you such a success. Five older sisters just, you know, irritating you so that you could irritate them back and you could make sure that you knew everything that they knew. And probably much younger you knew it. So that's a good thing. Yes, I did. I did plenty of irritating them. So that's what made you a great success for today. All right. Well, that was another Getting to Know You segment about Jeanette Bajalia. So we know a little bit more about her and what makes her tick today. So coming up next, we've got more financial talk on Women's Worth Radio. Let's face it. Women face different challenges than men in retirement. Whether you're single, married, divorced, or widowed, women have to be prepared for their retirement years because, well, they live longer. On average, women live to age 85, compared to only 82 for men. That means an average retirement could last 20 to 30 years. It could also lead to a greater possibility of running out of money. Don't let that happen to you. Contact Jeanette Bajalia and your local Woman's Worth expert today and request a complimentary appointment. Call 800-366-8022. That's 800-366-8022. After a long day, no woman wants to be bothered by financial stress while taking a bath, going for a walk, or unwinding with friends over drinks. Keep listening to Woman's Worth Radio and put your financial problems out of sight and out of mind. Welcome back to Women's Worth, the weekly show to help you prepare for retirement. I'm Angelia, and I'm here with your host, Jeanette Bajalia. She's the president and founder of Woman's Worth. She's the founding partner of the Growing Boulder Life Institute and national expert, author, speaker, and thought leader on financial planning matters for women. And Jeanette, let's talk about this. I want to know, do you find that most couples spend a, a lot of time talking about retirement plans before they come in to meet you? Or does it seem like their first conversation that they actually take into the financial matters takes place in your office? I'm really, I'm dying yeah, to know. Angelia, it, it seems to be mixed. But generally speaking, more have not had deep conversations about retirement plans at a detailed level. High level, yes. Most couples have had those conversations at, uh, at like 50,000 feet, whereas true <laughs> retirement planning conversations need to be brought down to the 5,000-foot level because you only have one chance to get it right in retirement. Personally, I believe you really need three different retirement plans, and that's where most people fall short. Three? What? That's crazy. Wait a minute. Okay, rewind. That's overwhelming. I'm just thinking about one plan. How do you get to three plans? Well, you need his plan, you need her plan, and you need our plan. Okay, I thought we were going to do good, bad, and ugly. Okay, so his, hers. That's that's a different. Okay. As individuals, you have your own dreams and goals for your golden years, and then you have joint dreams and goals. It's really important to have a purposeful retirement journey. And the only way to achieve it is to have each of your own plans and then find out where there's common ground, honor that, and then also build strategies and funds for each of your own individual plans. I like that. I think that's a really great idea. Okay, so well, tell me, what are some of the primary things that need to be discussed and decided between husbands and wife before true planning begins? Okay, I'm going to go ahead and just let it roll here because it's more important to discuss than in a little two-minute conversation. So uh, let me just kind of throw out some thoughts for consideration. 
First, you need to understand what are you going to do in retirement, travel, hobbies, recreation, special interests. What about reinventing yourself? I like that. Fun, fun, fun. I can do that. Where are you going to live? Could where you want to live have more tax implications? Ah, important. Are you going to age in place? If so, how will you prepare the home to make it viable for you to age in place? What's going to happen if one of you needs long-term care? What about a debilitating illness? Or even how much income do you need to achieve all the answers to these questions? But the answers to each of these questions warrants a plan in and of itself, honestly. And to take an example, will you age in place? You'll need to discuss this for several phases of your retirement life, such as when you age gracefully and get into the 80-ish range. And then we have the life event and, you know, which, I mean, some people want to say they want to stay at home. Then maybe you're not a couple. So the aging place discussion takes a totally different element. I mean, that's completely different. There could be a need for two aging plans in place at that point. And that's why I call it his plan, her plan, and our plan, lifestyle protection. We can't create a one-size-fits-all plan thinking that you just make a plan, set it, and forget it. A retirement lifestyle plan is a dynamic plan. It's iterative planning. And if you think you just need to create the plan, implement it, and then go about your retirement without validating whether you're on track or not, at least annually, I'm afraid you're going to be met with some very unfortunate surprises. Why is that? Because stuff happens, life happens, tax laws change, estate laws change, then we have health care changes with all your health plans, your own personal health changes. So you need to replan as frequently as the stuff happens in your personal life, in the regulatory environment, with economic and market conditions. That totally makes sense. I mean, thanks for clarifying that because, I mean, sometimes it gets confusing. So tell me, what are some of the things that husbands and wives often disagree on when it comes to their retirement planning? I'm sure a lot of people want to hear what everybody else disagrees on. Married couples don't always agree about when they're going to retire or what they're going to do once they leave their jobs. There's also disagreement about how are you going to fund that retirement? And what I find um, is that a major disagreement that I experience is how will they make investment choices? Those investment decisions, women tend to lean on more of the conservative side since they don't have a paycheck coming in every month. And even into retirement without getting that paycheck, they get more, women tend to get more concerned. Men, on the other hand, tend to be more comfortable in their willingness to take risk when it comes to investment decisions. And what we're beginning to see, Angelia, is a trend uh, towards major disagreements on how rising health care costs are going to be funded through retirement. More women are concern, concerned about health care costs than men because of longevity issues, obviously, with women. And we all know that 80% of women die single. So funding health care in retirement is a major discussion that has to be had. One other point of disagreement has to do with how much you're going to continue to spend on the grandkids and the kids and whether there's going to be a legacy to leave behind. Oh, I bet. (laughs) Let me guess on this one. Women definitely want to keep spending on the kids and leave money behind, but the men want to spend it all. Generally speaking, that is an accurate statement. (laughs) Women live for their kids and grandkids to a greater extent than men. Often, I see women comfortable with sacrificing their own retirement lifestyle to make sure there is money to be left behind and to make sure they don't become a burden on their kids. And if any of this discussion 
on the need to create a his plan, her plan, or an our plan resonates with you, and you'd like to pursue the development of a lifestyle protection plan, give us a call. We put thousands of men and women through this planning process who've called into this radio program, sat down with them on one-on-one in one of our offices, and we created a lifestyle protection plan. Some of them become clients, some don't. But I think almost all of them leave our offices with more value, more clarity, and more confidence on their retirement picture than what they had when they started. Here's what a lifestyle protection plan consists of. One, you get a retirement income analysis. It'll show you what your retirement picture is going to look like based on some specific assumptions that we'll discuss with you. We'll factor in inflation. We'll give you some advice on money that needs to be set aside for medical costs. This analysis will give you a baseline to see if you're going to be okay or not. Second thing we'll do is run a stress test on your portfolio. What does that mean? The banks had stress tests run by the U.S. government to see if they could survive another financial meltdown like we had in 2008. This is a stress test on your portfolio. We can take your portfolio without moving any money over to our firm and show you exactly how your portfolio will behave if history repeats itself. The third thing you'll get is a one-page bucket plan to show you how you can protect your retirement lifestyle. We'll sit down and walk you through the plan, and obviously you can be the judge of whether you want to implement that with us or not. No pressure and no obligation. We're here to serve you. Those of you who want to become clients, great. And those that don't, that's perfectly okay too. And for the next 10 callers who call and want a lifestyle protection plan, all you have to do is call 800-366-8022. That's 800-366-8022. And if you have $250,000 saved for retirement, call now and schedule your time to come in to one of our offices and get your lifestyle protection plan. That could be one of the most important decisions that you make in your lifetime to prepare for retirement. And this is a great offer and opportunity to get a customized lifestyle protection plan. So be one of the first 10 callers right now to take advantage of this amazing opportunity. The number again to call is 800-366-8022. That's 800-366-8022. Call it now and you can get started on the right path towards retirement readiness and success which is what we all want, retirement success. And right now, we've got to take a brief break here. When you are listening to Women's Worth Radio, and coming up next, we're going to tackle one of your retirement risks. Oh, we don't want to talk about this or hear about this, but we do want to learn more about it. Inflation. Hey, ladies, that mid-morning brunch can wait. Keep listening to Woman's Worth Radio. Welcome back to Woman's Worth, the weekly show to help you prepare for retirement. I'm Angelia, and I'm here with your host, Jeanette Bajalia. She's the president and founder of Woman's Worth and the founding partner of Growing Boulder Life Institute. And she's a national expert, author, speaker, and thought leader on financial planning matters for women. 
And today, we talk about a lot of things on air, but we often discuss retirement risks in some capacity. Each week, uh, just to make sure, but for a few minutes today, I really want to focus a little deeper understanding on the boring topic of inflation. We all think that it's really boring, but it is really important because it can eat away at everything you have. So the reason I think that this makes sense to discuss today in a little bit more detail, because of the last few years, we've had artificially low periods of inflation. So we may be complacent about thinking about the impacts of inflation on retirement. So Jeanette, today, I want to know how much thought does the average person actually give to addressing inflation in their retirement plan? Because I would think not so much. Uh, very little, because as you said, we really haven't seen much inflation, according to the media. But I'm not sure how many of you have really noticed the grocery bill. But to me, as a consumer, I feel like there has been inflation. The reports on the economy have declared that inflation in 2014 was like 1.6%. Then it dropped in 2015 to 0.1%. And then it went back up to only 1.3% in 2016. You'd say that was low, right? I mean, that does seem low to me. I mean, I see inflation, though, a lot in what I buy on a daily basis. Well, inflation is hidden. I'll use a little example that may sound silly to you, but it illustrates a deceptive form of inflation. Every year in my company, we host a come home for the holidays open house for our clients and their families and guests. And we do this in all our locations. We lay out a feast that has clients talking about it all year. We have catered food. We have specially delivered desserts from all over. My sisters and I get in my sister's catering kitchen, and we bake for days over 20 varieties of delicacies. It's good old-fashioned home-baked goods and foods because we know our clients deserve the best. One of the most popular items with our clients is... Bacon-wrapped water chestnuts with a brown sugar chili sauce. Oh, yum. Now, they go through thousands of them. And that's a project I take on single-handedly. I have the project defined to the exact number of toothpicks needed and all the other products that I need to assemble these. So this past year, I purchased all the product that made the right amount that I needed based on the previous year. I got it all right. Remember, Angelia, I'm a planner. You are. And as you're describing this, I'm like, she's planning down to the toothpicks. Exactly. But it's, I mean, you have to take it all into account. I'm the best at planning. Yes. And I thought I had planned right. And all of a sudden, there was a water chestnut shortage. Now, the weird thing about it, I know it sounds really weird. Hold yourself together, Angelia. (laughs) I'm I'm cracking up right now. (laughs) I purchased the exact amount of cans and ended up needing double the amount. As a planner, I needed to understand when my plans fall short, right? So I checked the size of the can. It was the same can, same manufacturer, and the same number of ounces on the can. So guess what I learned? I have no idea, but I can't wait to hear this. Keep going with this story of water chestnuts. There were less water chestnuts in the can and more water to make it appear as though it was the same size can, same price. That's inflation, and it's not measured that way. So check out the boxes of cereal. Same thing is happening. 
Inflation, in spite of these artificially low reported numbers, is hitting us hard and is deceptive on how it hits us. Oh, my goodness. Ah, more water, less chestnuts. Since you know how this exists, what rate do you generally assume for inflation when you're constructing a retirement plan, though? The Consumer Price Index statistics measure the prices of a basket of consumer goods and services such as transportation, food, medical care. And since 1914, it has averaged 3.15%. So since this is a good representation of price changes for each item and weighted according to importance, and you're going to be retired, perhaps, you know, 30, 40 years, that's the number I use in my retirement expense needs prediction. I use 3.15%. So you want to make sure that your clients are prepared regardless of whether inflation is high, low, flat, water, no chestnuts, chestnuts. (laughs) You want to make sure they're prepared. Yes. And I even compounded annually. So I need to make sure you get a retirement income plan pay raise every single year of at least 3.15%. Otherwise, you're diluting your retirement lifestyle and you don't need to be doing that. You just have to plan for it. And it's not as simple as what you hear many advisors doing. Oh, let's project a 7 to 8% growth of your money and that's going to keep up with inflation. I don't embrace that ideology. Well, what kind of impact does this rate of inflation have on retirement plans though? I mean, this could last 30 years or 40 years, you're saying. In general, assuming a 3% inflation rate, expenses will typically double in 25 years and triple in less than 40 years. And when we talk about inflation, Angelia, remember, this is typical consumer spending with, for your core expenses. When it comes to other things like skilled nursing health care, the inflation is well over 4%. But that's a discussion for another day. Let me give you a real example. With a widow, we currently implemented a plan for. I'm going to call her Samantha. And again, Samantha was widowed at 61 years old, and we just implemented a lifestyle protection plan for her. We completed all the analysis And we learned a few things that she was totally unaware of. She didn't have an income plan, a structured income plan, and she was stressed not knowing where to take income from. She needed to take the widow's benefit. She didn't even realize she could at the age of 60. She was invested in a way that upon our analysis, we learned she was overpaying fees. In fact, she was paying $60,000 in hidden fees in her investments of 1.5 million. That was just the hidden fees. That was not advisory fees. And I can go on, but I won't. So let me get back to the impact of inflation on this young widow. She needed $6,000 a month for her lifestyle. And when we looked at inflation, by the time she was 70, her lifestyle expenses would be $8,000. And by the time she's 90, they would be $15,000 a month. Yeah. And I mean, most women will most likely live to 90 or beyond. And inflation becomes a greater and greater risk for women planning for retirement because of not only routine inflation, but also inflation that's associated with skilled nursing care that we are probably going to need ultimately. I simply want to sound the alarm that the way to deal with inflation is to plan for it. Your social security check, and most likely if you're lucky enough to have a pension check, is not going to keep up with inflation. So your savings have to be stress tested for inflation and a lifestyle protection plan to give you the income that you need. 
preparing for retirement is a journey. It's not a destination. It takes a disciplined approach to make sure all of your lifestyle needs are achieved, whether you live to 80 to 90 or even beyond 100. We want to make sure you're prepared. So if you're one of the next 10 callers, we're going to give you a complimentary lifestyle protection plan to get you on the path to financial success. We'll help get you to and all the way through retirement. In this lifestyle protection plan, you'll get a few helpful tools. First, you'll get a fully integrated plan that gives you a detailed understanding of how to protect yourself financially. You're going to also get a better understanding of the impact health care and taxes are going to have on your retirement. And finally, we'll make sure you have enough income to maintain your lifestyle throughout your retirement. So again, if you want to make sure you're on the right path to retire successfully, be one of the next 10 callers and we'll give you this customized lifestyle protection plan at no cost and no obligation. And this is a great opportunity to meet with one of the experts of retirement income planning. All you have to do is give us a call for this complimentary and most comprehensive lifestyle protection plan to keep you on the road to financial independence and well-being. And when you come in for a visit with the team at Women's Worth, we'll make sure that you get a copy of one of Jeanette's books, Wise Up Women or Retirement Done Right. All you have to do is be one of the next 10 callers to request the Lifestyle Protection Plan. You can do that by calling 800-366-8022. That's 800-366-8022. And we'll get you scheduled for a complimentary and totally customized Lifestyle Protection Plan. Again, that number to call is 800-366-8022. All right. Well, next up on Woman's Worth Radio, we're going to be answering some email questions from our audience. This is the best part of the program, so stay tuned. Woman's Worth Radio wants to see you to and through retirement. Let's put you on the right track. Now, back to the show. Well, this is story time with Jeanette Bajalia, and I want to ask you a question, Jeanette. I want to know... I think it would be really interesting for our listeners to hear today, maybe somebody that came into you for advice and didn't take it, and then later really wished that they had. I'm sure you have a good story on that. Oh, one or two or three or 20. (laughs) I'd have to say it would be a friend of mine who was retiring and wanted some planning help. She was retiring from a company that had a pension, and as a single woman, she wanted to get a lump sum payout of the pension because she felt like she could benefit more by putting her money in an investment portfolio. Now, she was given up a defined income for the rest of her life, and she wanted to take a cash payout. I completed the analysis in detail. I gave her the facts from the income planning, from an income planning standpoint, in terms of making sure she had enough money to last her lifetime. The analysis suggested it would be better for her and in her best interest to have some pension income, either from the plan that, from the employer that she was leaving, or if she took a lump sum payout of that pension to position it into a laddered income plan using a couple fixed uh, income annuities and then having a managed account for growth and inflation protection. So it was a it was a really good plan to accomplish her specific income goals. And in spite of the facts that came out of the analysis, Angelia, she opted to take a lump sum 
she put 100% of it in the market because she wanted liquidity of her 100%, just 100% of the money. She wanted liquidity for all of it. Well, five years later, she has spent down her liquid assets due to a combination of market volatility, spending habits, and not taking retirement income planning seriously. And guess what? What? Now she's looking for a job at 67 years old. Oh, my goodness. I think that's everybody's worst nightmare. And I really hope that no one finds themselves in a similar position. But the reality of the retirement situation is that longevity begs the need for a comprehensive retirement plan that is driven directly by your life needs and income goals also. And it really needs to be unique to you. Not that one size fits all cookie cutter plan that no one needs. Everybody wants a plan that's just customized specifically for them. You absolutely do. And this is, uh, uh, you know, they say, you know, your clients, uh, you know, in our industry, they say your clients are like your children. You tell them what might be it's in, in their best interest, and then they do the opposite. And retirement isn't the life stage and the phase of your life where you need to be worried about running out of money or even going and getting a job in your 60s or 70s. That makes no sense, and planning can avoid that. Proper planning and implementing a plan. You could plan till the cows come home, but if you don't implement the plan and if you don't measure and track the plan, then you're going to have some serious uh, issues in your retirement journey because let's face it, we're going to be retired 30 or 40 years, maybe even 50. And you got to plan in advance. You've got to get into see Jeanette way before retirement actually happens so that you don't have any potholes in that whole future. So all you have to do is give us a call today for a lifestyle protection plan. Call us on 800-366-8022. That's 800-366-8022. Again, once more, 800-366-8022. And this has been Storytime. Up next, we've got Financial Talk with Jeanette Bajalia right here on Woman's Worth Radio. At Woman's Worth, we specialize in working with women. We understand the unique emotional and physical challenges women face when planning for retirement, and we want to help. After all, it's not just about the money. It's about your total well-being. Schedule a complimentary review of your situation today. Call 800-366-8022. That's 800-366-8022. You're listening to Woman's Worth Radio. It's a show for women, but we'll let the men tag along as long as they are willing to listen. Welcome back to Women's Worth, the weekly show to help you prepare for retirement. I'm Angelia, and I'm here with your host, Jeanette Bajalia. She's the president and founder of Women's Worth. She's a founding partner of Growing Boulder Life Institute, and she's a national expert, author, and speaker. And on top of everything, she's a thought leader on financial planning matters for women. And today we're going to talk. This is the best part of the best part of the show. I love this part because we get a lot of questions from our radio listeners and from men and women who attend a lot of our educational events. And we would love to take a couple of those each week so that all of you can benefit from these answers uh, to these questions because they're always great questions we learn from. So I'm going to start with the first question. And this is from Tom in Orlando, Florida. And he has this question. 
Tom says, I'm selling my house soon and will be downsizing to a smaller home now that our kids are grown and they're all gone. I'll get enough money from the sale of our current home that I will pay cash for our next one. Should I do that or should I just have a mortgage on the new home since interest rates are really low right now? That's an excellent question pick of the week because this is a common retirement planning question. Once again, it would be inappropriate for me to give a direct response to this question because what might be right for Tom may not be right for someone else with the same question. It truly depends on your life goals, your unique financial situation, your tax status, the comfort you are with risk, the sources of income that you have, uh, what you need to protect a surviving spouse for, and the list can go on and on. And what Tom needs, in, in my professional opinion, is two totally different retirement lifestyle scenarios. One scenario would be to cost out Tom's desired lifestyle with a mortgage and then create a scenario without a mortgage. We then compare the two and see where Tom's wealth projection would be at given ages with and without a mortgage. We'd look at the impact of lost income if one of them passed away with a mortgage, and we'd look at lost income without a mortgage, and we look at other variables. This is what I call retirement lifestyle scenario planning, and that's what's needed to really appropriately answer the question. I like that, though, because that's the what if for every scenario, so all bases are covered. It's the planning expert that you are. You're thinking ahead. Okay, well, so our next question comes from Alexa in Jacksonville, and she says, I'm told that I might still be able to get some kind of benefit from my ex-husband's Social Security even though we've been divorced for almost 10 years. Is this true? Oh, yes, Alexa, this is true. If you're divorced, but your marriage lasted 10 years or longer, it has to be 10 years in one day, you can receive benefits on your ex-spouse's record, even if your ex-spouse is remarried. If, here are the rules, you are unmarried, you are age 62 or older, and your ex-spouse is entitled to Social Security retirement or disability benefits. They may not be eligible, so you can't just get it when someone's not eligible. And the benefit you're entitled to uh, receive based on your own work record, your own earnings, is less than the benefit you'd receive based on your ex-spouse's record. The amount of your benefit as a divorced spouse is equal to half of your ex-spouse's full retirement amount if you start receiving benefits at your full retirement age. And remember, 62 is not the full retirement age. So what if you remarry or what if you, I guess, marry immediately and then you're divorced? Does that make a difference? Well, if you remarry, you generally cannot collect benefits on your former spouse's record unless your later marriage ends, whether by death, divorce, or annulment. If your ex-spouse hasn't applied for retirement benefits, but can qualify for them, you can still receive benefits on their record if you've been divorced for at least two years. So, you know, I know you think, Angelia, and many of you listening, that it's cut or dry, but beware, because there's lots of devils in the details when it comes to the different strategies for claiming Social Security. Alexa will need a personalized Social Security analysis specific to her unique situation to really determine the proper eligibility.
Okay, we've got another quick question before we have to wrap up. And this one comes from Gretchen in St. Augustine, Florida. And she says, I just lost my job and probably will be without income for a few months while I find my next job. Is this a good time to do a Roth conversion since I won't have as much income this year as I normally do? Wow, I love doing IRA analysis and planning, and it could be a really good time to do a plan to determine whether Roth conversion is even in Gretchen's best interest. Gretchen is assuming she needs a Roth, but last year I did over 25 Roth conversion analyses and only recommended Roth conversion for on two occasions, and that was laddered Roth conversion. Lower income is only one of the variables you need to consider, but other variables you have to think about before you make the Roth conversion decision. And that would be timing of when you're going to use the Roth assets. If you're going to use them early in your retirement journey, it may not make sense because there's not a good return on that tax investment. You also want to think about who's going to be the beneficiary of the Roth should something happen to you unexpectedly. Other things, where's your income going to come from at the different stages of your retirement? And most importantly, I'd be more inclined to consider seriously Roth conversions when the market is down, not when the market is at an all-time high. Why is that? Because Roths grow tax-free and you can use them tax-free. So what happens if uh, you just, uh, let's say Gretchen today with the market being at an all-time high, just converted her IRAs to Roths, then the market did a 20 to 30% correction. Now she paid the taxes on the higher value of her IRA assets, and now the Roths value is 30% less. That's not anything you want to do because you can... Time to convert to a Roth is when the market has taken a correction and you could write it up tax-free. So to convert or not to convert should be discussed with the team of professionals that can talk to each other about value of the conversion. And you typically need a CPA, an income planner, and sometimes a healthcare expert because of skyrocketing healthcare costs, depleting retirement assets. And I typically don't want to be using Roth assets to fund long-term care needs. So you wouldn't want to be converting all of your assets. Well, Jeanette, you know what? You nailed these questions today. And I thank you so much for your expertise and all your insights. And I know all of these answers really helped our listeners today because it always helps me. I learn so much every single time I speak to you. Angelia, all of these questions are typically answered in our Retirement Lifestyle Protection Plan. And This type of planning is unique to your life goals. We put thousands of men and women through this planning process who called into this radio program. They sat down with us one-on-one in one of our offices, and we created a lifestyle protection plan. Some of them become clients. Some don't. But I think almost all of them leave our offices with more value, more clarity, and more confidence in their retirement picture than what they had when they started. Here's what the Lifestyle Protection Plan consists of. One, you get a retirement income analysis. It'll show you what your retirement picture is going to look like based on your specific assumptions that we'll discuss with you. We're gonna factor in inflation. We'll give you some advice on money that needs to be set aside for medical costs. The analysis will give you a baseline to see if you're going to be okay or not. 
The second thing we'll do is we'll run a stress test on your portfolio. What does that mean? The banks had a stress test run by the U.S. government to see if they could survive another financial meltdown like we had in 2008. This is a stress test on your portfolio. We can take your portfolio without moving any money over to our firm and show you exactly how your portfolio will behave if history repeats itself. The third thing you'll get is a one-page bucket plan to show you how you can protect your retirement lifestyle. We'll sit and walk you through the plan, and obviously, you can be the judge of whether you want to implement that with us or not. No pressure and no obligation. We're here to serve you. Those of you who want to become clients, great. And those that don't, that's perfectly okay, too. And for the next 10 callers who want a lifestyle protection plan, all you have to do is call 800-366-8022. That's 800-366-8022. If you have $250,000 safe for retirement, call now and schedule for your time to come into our offices and get your lifestyle protection plan. This could be one of the most important decisions that you make in your lifetime. And this is a great offer for a complimentary and customized lifestyle protection plan. So be one of the first 10 callers right now to take advantage of this amazing opportunity. The number to call is 800-366-8022. That's 800-366-8022. So all you have to do is call us to get started on the right path towards retirement readiness and success. And thank you so much for listening to Women's Worth Radio today. We've had a great show talking about how you can be prepared for a dignified and totally worry-free retirement. So have a great week, everybody. And we'll see you right here next week on Women's Worth Radio because it's more than the money. It's about total well-being to and all the way through your awesome retirement. Money management is provided by Payne Capital Management, LLC. PCM is an SEC registered advisor located in New York, New York. Information provided on today's show is provided for informational purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with an investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of product futures and costs, Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they're taken.